0: Hotter Than Health episode 57. My name is Eliza Gelman, your host. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course, your morning conference call. So today we are going to be talking about how to stay healthy, fit, and stay on your fitness journey while you are traveling. I know that a lot of people travel for work. A lot of people want to stay on their routine as they go abroad or as they uh, move around. And, you know, everyone wants to travel, but I feel like a lot of people have this fear of traveling because it'll it'll throw them off of their diet. It'll throw them off of their routine, their regimen. But the whole point of traveling is to submerge yourself in another culture in a different area to explore, to get outside your comfort zone. And that includes trying new foods. It includes trying new forms of exercise. It includes getting lost. Um, so there are a lot of things that we can do to integrate movement and nutrition and, uh, healthy decisions into your travel so that when you get home, there's not that guilt and, you know, there shouldn't be that guilt anyways, but, uh, I know it's very real. So, In order to not waste time, we're just going to be kind of diving right into some of these tips. And before we get into it, just want to make sure that everyone... Likes, subscribes, shares the podcast. It means the world. Whenever I see you guys screenshotting and sharing on your Instagram, Um, maybe this is going to be that day where you decide to, hey, get on iTunes, leave a review. I know that it's one of those things where only like 1% of people actually go leave a review. So if you're feeling like, uh, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, leaving a review today, they are so, so appreciated. And even if you don't go leave a review, you can always rate the podcast five stars. And we will get into it. Um, Sorry again in advance if I sound a little, little phlegmy. I just got back from a bachelorette party and full disclosure, I did travel for it, but I did everything I could to stay healthy. But um, I was like, had a fever the night before I went, which was awesome. But it was totally worth it. It was such an amazing trip. We'll get into it in just a second. And I'm going to give you some tips that I. Implemented and I do implement every time I travel. Um, This is going to be specifically for people who are uh, typically flying. So these tips are going to be helpful for everyone, but especially helpful if you're flying. So make sure you go like the podcast and rate, subscribe, review, all that good stuff. We'll get into it. All right. So, first off, when you are traveling, you know, you've saved up this money. You have taken time off of work, probably, maybe you found a dog sitter, you know, you're investing a lot in this. It's not just the time that you're traveling in the air, it's not just the time you're in the airport, the planning. There's so much that goes into it, so you wanna make sure that you're getting not just the most bang for your buck activity-wise, but you wanna make sure that you're feeling good While you're traveling, uh, there's nothing worse than getting off of a plane and feeling so bloated or jet lagged or just overall exhausted. Like you can't really catch up. Um, so the first tip that I have for people who are traveling and this, this applies for if you are catching a a 6am flight or if you are catching like a 4pm flight. So this applies for everybody to keep your morning routine the same. And when I say that, I mean if you're used to waking up at 6 a.m. and having a cup of coffee, going for a walk, or um, like walking your dog, doing a little stretch, getting a workout in. Try and keep that routine as consistent as possible. You know, I know we're on vacation, so we wanna like give ourselves a little bit more uh, flexibility, sleep in a little bit, but try your best to not throw off your morning just because you're traveling. So your body wants, your body's already gonna go through this trauma when it's on a plane and when it's going through security. It's a high stress situation. Your body's gonna be in fight or flight mode. It's not gonna be prioritizing your immunity and it's not gonna be prioritizing your. Um, like lowering your cortisol levels it's not going to be prioritizing digestion and things like that that it normally would so you want to keep your body in as much a state of normalcy as you can so some ways to do that are to first keep your routine the same so let's just say you have like a a eight o'clock flight so You know, you want to get there around six, a couple hours before your flight. So set your alarm, still wake up slowly, have your cup of coffee. Hopefully you're packed the night before. There's nothing worse than scrambling and thinking, oh shit, did I pack this? Do I have this? Oh no, I still got to find someone to sit on my suitcase so I can zip it. It's just not fun. I like to have my stuff prepared so that I can keep my normal morning, um, if you are used to working out and maybe you don't wanna wake up at four in the morning to go work out before your flight, I totally get that. But if you do have time to work out, um you want to try and make that workout. Uh, maybe that's a good day to do some steady state cardio or just lifting some weights, not anything super high impact, high intensity. Um, go and maybe do like a full body workout with some weights and maybe a high incline walk. So you're not spiking your cortisol, your stress hormones too, too much, but you're still getting that, uh, you're still like activating your circadian rhythm by getting your body in motion and it's staying in that familiar state. Um, one thing that I really like. To do, and this is what I did last time is on my flight was on Wednesday, and it was around I think it was like a 10 a.m. flight. So I got up early and went for a long walk because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to get to the airport um, because someone was driving me. I knew I wasn't going to be able to get to the airport with enough time if I wanted to make the hot yoga class that I went to. So I was like, okay, I won't do that. I put on a podcast, I walked around my neighborhood for 25 or 30 minutes, and it was perfect. My Stress levels were low. I knew that I had moved my body because I was going to be on a plane for like nine hours that day. And I knew that I just wanted to make sure that I, I prioritized myself, that I was starting my day, not on someone else's watch. And I kept like, everything was in my control still. So I know that's not the way that it works for everybody, but prioritizing some movement, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a burp. I'm so sorry. I just had a burrito from here at Yali. And it's like still up in my esophagus. So, um, getting back to that, definitely incorporating movement into your morning routine. Even if that means getting up out of bed, don't hit snooze. Side note, don't hit snooze. You're, you get, it's up, you're up now. And if you try and go back to sleep, it's not going to be deep sleep. Don't waste your time start to use that time to get out of bed and stretch move your body Um, that's going to activate uh, it's gonna activate a little bit of your cortisol which is your stress hormones which you need it's not gonna like blow them out of the water so that you're wired for stress all day but you want to uh, start to get that body in motion even if it means doing some downward dog chaturangas some yoga in your room and not like a full yoga class but bend over touch your toes get into a lunge position do a couple of short little squats. Maybe get down on the ground and go into like a plank pose for a minute. You know, move your body, get your heart rate up just a little bit so that you can start to fire yourself up. Um, Go have your 32 ounces of room temperature water. That's one thing that I'm going to get into next is hydration. So after you keep your routine the same, um, I know it might not be the exact, exact same, but as close to normal as possible. You want to make sure that you are hydrating. So I don't know the exact statistic. I can't remember. I knew it and I said it like a couple weeks ago, but it's something like an airplane is drier than the Sahara Desert. I don't know on what level. I can't remember, but either way. Sorry, i going to have a sip of this ginger tea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. So on a plane, you are far more dehydrated than you are when you are just grounded. Um, they close off the plane. They use you know, they're circulating dirty air throughout the plane. And uh, this is not against any, uh, any flight airlines, any specific airlines. It's just, they don't change their filters that often. And they also don't change their water pipes that often, which is what also what I'm going to get into. But You wanna start your day with at least 32 ounces of room temperature water. You've had it out the night before. I always say this, put your morning on auto so that you can go in, have your room temp water. It's got salt on the bottom. If you can add in a fresh squeeze of lemon, that's awesome, up your vitamin C, get in some of those uh, natural essential minerals that are in there, and that's gonna be fantastic for triggering your digestion. It's going to help you stay regular before your flight. Um, So packing water, packing it in before you get to the airport and then bringing your own water bottle with you is a game changer. I typically forget to do this unfortunately. And then I buy a big jug of plastic water when I get there. But if you do have to buy water at the airport, make sure it's something like a smart water or a, some kind of spring water that has natural minerals in it, because otherwise you're not replacing any electrolytes, um, that you're losing when you are traveling and either sweating or maybe you're just, um, you, you need to replenish them a little bit more just because your body is in that high stress state. It's super, super dry. You want to be replenishing it with uh, nutrient dense water. So things that have some sodium, some, um, bicarbonate, sodium bicarbonate, some types of, uh, chloride, all that good stuff so you'll see that in some of those smart water bottles and you might think oh it's just a marketing tool we really do need the electrolytes so if you aren't one to go buy a bottle of water at the airport what I really I think is a great idea and what I I really just excuse me another burp what I really recommend everyone do is travel with a water bottle so maybe bring a hydro flask or whatever Nalgene that you're using. And before you get to the airport, you want to have it empty or else they won't let you through security, but you want to have it with a couple of shakes of pink Himalayan sea salt and maybe a teaspoon of chia seeds. And these are dry chia seeds, not wet ones. Um, that way, when you go in and fill it up, you have these essential fatty acids that are from the chia seeds that are floating around in your water. Uh, they'll absorb some of that water and it really does help with, Digestion as you travel, and then the uh, the sea salt that I preach about constantly—it's going to help again replenish those electrolytes that you may be losing that you need, especially when you're traveling to get dehydrated. So having one teaspoon of dry chia seeds at the bottom of your water bottle with a pink a little bit of pink himalayan sea salt is a game changer uh especially if you're one of those people that maybe gets constipated when you travel if you are in the middle of a flight and you, you typically snack and then you end up getting off of the flight and you're super bloated we've all been there this is a good way to minimize those effects um I personally like to intermittent fast every chance that I get when I'm on a flight. Uh, The reason being is, so if you, and I've talked about this on other podcasts, but the reason being is you are on a flight and you're going up into high altitude. Then when you're up there, think of the water bottles that you have on the flight, the plastic water bottles, you know, during takeoff, um everything starts to contract because they're using compression to close off the airplane and you're going up into higher altitude. So air gets thin. You go to open up your water bottle that maybe has a little bit of water in, water bottle in it and it's pff, it sprays up at you because of the contraction in the water. So um, that's kind of what's happening to your insides and your intestines. So if you have a lot of food in your stomach, it's going to be squeezed in, contracted. You're not going to be digesting. Your body is going through this traumatic experience. And I say traumatic experience, but just for your insides, not, you know, I don't mean everyone has flight anxiety like I do. But um, yeah, so you want to make sure that you are giving your body as much of a blank slate as possible. And then once you get up into the air, if you really do need a snack, try to eat something that doesn't have a ton of stuff going on. So if you want to bring an avocado with you, if you want to bring an apple, if you want to bring a banana, but maybe not a ton of like sandwiches and nuts and seeds and berries and all these things that digest at different paces, you want to have what are called mono meals. So sticking to the same type of food. And again, if you're going to do things like nuts or seeds, highly recommend eating them like 20 minutes away from water so that you aren't getting super bloated just because nuts digest a lot slower than water and you don't want to be ending your flight with a ton of bloat. Um, Some really great things that I like to bring on flights, um, this last flight that I was on, I brought these little tiny zing bars. They were like the size of my palm and they're just called Z-I-N-G. I picked up a bunch on Amazon. I think I got like a pack of 16 for like 20 bucks and I brought a few of those. I brought one pack of almonds and I also had some chia seeds in the bottom of my water bottle. Um, and the chia seeds, like they're not a meal replacement, but they definitely do. Uh, they absorb a lot of water and then you drink it. So it does give you a fuller feeling. It also has fiber, a little bit of protein, some of those essential amino acids that your body needs that you're definitely not going to be prioritizing once you get to said destination. So those are some good things to bring. I also, and I know I preach about this all the time, hashtag not sponsored, hashtag not an ad, but wish it was an ad. Um, Blender bombs. And I know I've talked about it before, but these blender bombs, if you don't know what they are, they're these little nutrient dense balls. They're like one inch by one inch, but they are, they're closer to like 230 to 260 calories per blender bomb. And they've got a ton of essential fatty acids. They've got a little bit of protein fiber. They're made with like dates and honey and nuts, seeds They've got, a lot of them have like a coconut base. So I really like the nut-free ones. They use sunflower seeds. Um, A little bit more protein, a little bit less sugar. Not that they have any refined sugar. They're amazing. But those are a really great one to have because they're not going to spike your insulin. They're not going to make you crash or crave or bloat. So I'll usually have one of those. And since they do have a high high fat content, they actually, they fill you up for longer because they help quell those satiety hormones. Um blah, 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 enough science. And so I like to bring those. I didn't this time, but I have before. I just packed a little Ziploc bag of two of them. So it was kind of like a meal replacement. And pop one of those in your mouth. I don't ever eat them with a smoothie. Sorry, guys, but I I eat them as a snack more often than I eat them as a smoothie. but they're a great little one to bring. If you want to get them discounted, I have a code you can use at blenderbombs.com. I'll put a link in the show notes, but you can go to blenderbombs.com and when you go to checkout, just type in Eliza G10 and you got a couple bucks off. And then once a few more people use it, then we can up that discount rate. So use, 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 and then we can get you some more money off. That would be great. And Right now, I have them in my refrigerator. They're amazing. I just got two new boxes, and I'm obsessed. I got the nut-free kind, so maybe I'll try a different kind next time. So those are some good snacks to bring on a flight. Hope you guys wrote that down. Um, this is post-flight. So thinking when you get off the flight, let's say let's say <clears throat> you're, you're going on a four-hour flight. You're, you're going to California. Um, I'm just going off of my past experience this past weekend. You get off of your flight and there's a time change, maybe you gain a little time, maybe you lose a little time, but if you know that when you get off your flight, you got to get going, like you have stuff planned, you might be exhausted from the flight, but you have things planned, you have to keep moving, you guys have lunch reservations, and you're touring, and you're meeting at the hotel, and you're unpacking, and you're moving around, as soon as you get off of the flight, do a couple of air squats, you should be walking up and down the hallways of the airplane anyways, just because it's not about how long you stand, it's about how many times you stand up on the flight. So keep your body moving up and down, but when you do get off the flight, stretch out your shoulders, stretch out your neck, stretch out your legs, and if you're worried about people seeing you in the airport and thinking you're weird, you're not gonna see those fucking people again and just do it. And I'm telling you, it helps so much. I like to like bring my hands together in the middle and then open them up like like a butterfly, bring them over my head. I do a couple of squats and I don't mean like lifting heavy weights or anything like that. I just mean like going down, squatting down, kind of shaking out my butt and then standing back up. I'll do that a couple times and people don't take a second look. People don't care. They're trying to get to where they need to be. They have connections. They have lives. They don't give a fuck what you're doing. So move your body around and then immediately get another water, fill up your water bottle, even if it doesn't have any Himalayan sea salt in it. Again, um, you're like, oh no, but I didn't bring more sea salt. It's okay. Go to Starbucks. They'll fill it up for you. Most airports have those filling stations. So go ahead, fill up your water bottle, make sure you do that. And I don't want to hear like, it's an excuse. An Uber will wait 30 seconds. Your friends will wait 30 seconds. People will wait 30 seconds. Fill up your water bottle. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. You'll regret it later when you have a 40 minute Uber ride and you don't have any water and you're parched. So Thank me later. So that's what you need to be doing first thing when you get off of your flight. And then once you get off of your flight, you walk outside. You know, I know that a lot of people they start to go inward. It's like been a kind of a depressing day. There's all this fluorescent lighting and it's all sterile inside of the airport. And you're just like, ugh, I wanna get out of here, but I wanna go to bed. And I'm just, mm." so no, you wanna get outside, reactivate your circadian rhythm so that your body is like, okay, it's time to be active. It's still daylight. That is your animal primal instinct where it's light out, we gotta get moving. So when you get off of your flight, get outside even if you land in Boston and it's cold as hell consider that like a mini cold plunge like you're just getting exhilarated by the outside stand outside try and find a non-smoking area while you wait for your ride while you wait for your bus your uber whatever um that's one thing that I really recommend if you land at night then and you have dinner plans and you gotta get going and you you know have to wake up you know have more water have a little hot water with lemon I always recommend it and you know I'm, I'm not a huge advocate for this, but maybe have a, have a shot of espresso and avoid taking that Adderall that you, could, that you brought just in case, you know, wink, wink. So going to take another sip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So those are my in-airport flight tips, so on and so forth. Most people now are using Airbnbs or VRBOs or what have you. You can even do this though, um, if you're staying in a hotel. And let me get precise about this. I'm trying to have good posture right now, so I'm moving my mic around. Sorry if that's loud. I'm moving my mic around because I want to have my shoulders back because my back hurts. I'm not feeling good. Anyways, blah. Where was I? Ah uh, yes. There's this app, and I found it for my sister's bachelorette party it changed the game. It's called Instacart and maybe I'm a hundred and I just am late to the game, but I'm sure they have other apps that are just like it. It's basically a grocery delivery service. Like a week before we went on this trip, we had this amazing Airbnb, but we knew that we weren't going to be wanting to go to the grocery store, like back and forth. We wanted to do like one big grocery haul, but not everyone wanted to go. And there's a million girls with a million different requests. And um, you just want to like kind of get it in bulk. But of course, time is of the essence. So we wanted to be as efficient as possible. If you're staying in an Airbnb or if you are staying in a hotel, hotels will accept this. You go online, go to Instacart or whatever grocery delivery service you guys want to use. Instacart's just the one that I found. And you can place orders at whatever grocery stores they have around there. I'll, I'll tell you some things that we got that we had at the house. And, and normally, bachelorette parties are like pretty savage. Like Either you don't eat a lot or you eat like a shit ton of unhealthy food and just like quick stuff. So <clears throat> I, of course, ordered a bunch of alcohol. Like I ordered tequila and vodka and Truly's and whatever just to have at the house. So those all got delivered. I also ordered a bunch of fresh cucumbers. I ordered spinach, celery, carrots, avocado, bread, tomatoes. I ordered a bunch of hummus. I ordered guac, chips, salsa, nuts, seeds, different things. I ordered eggs for the girls. I got a bunch of almond milk because we had coffee at the house. Um, and I had it all like I got there at two and it all got there at two 30. Just this really nice woman. Thank you, Barbara. She came to our house and brought all these groceries and I'm not kidding you. It helped so much not only did we save money because we all chipped in like 15 bucks for groceries but we didn't have to like go out for brunch the next day we didn't have to all gather around everyone made green smoothies the next morning with avocado toast and it wasn't like a holistic wellness retreat it was just a bachelorette party but I know that people like to feel good especially if you're going somewhere where you got to be in a bathing suit or you're traveling or it doesn't fucking matter where you are you could be in Antarctica and you don't want to be bloated it's just uncomfortable so we made green smoothies in the morning and it was such a game changer to have that food delivered already Um, highly recommend so if you're staying in a hotel then some things that I would really recommend bringing or having delivered to you would be if you're a coffee person then unless you're going out to like breakfast and getting a nice little latte Go ahead and order some like coconut milk or almond milk, something like that. Um, those are super, super helpful to have in your hotel refrigerator because I know that most hotels, most hotels and businesses in the industry are getting more uh, involved in like dairy free and plant based foods, but not everyone has almond milk. And I don't want to drink black coffee and because I'm not a cereal killer. So I like to have almond milk. So that's what I'm going to do next time I travel is Instacart. I will get cucumbers because they're easy to dip. I'll get avocados because you can just put a little pepper hot sauce on it. You can, and you still want to have fiber. Like you want to be pooping while you travel. Let's be honest. So not ordering anything unhealthy because you know you're going to get that later, but having Instacart deliver some uh, creamer some non-dairy alternatives something that if you know you're coming back to your hotel and you want a drunk late night eat you can go ahead and get like some bread and avocado so that you can make like drunk avocado toast or you can make like a pre-made they have salads and wraps and things like that so if you want to like get a little a little crazier you can always do that and hummus of course get hummus uh you want to make sure that you're adding food with some protein some fat and some fiber to keep you nice and full and to make sure that you're not like spiking your insulin so that you're getting super hungry so avoiding uh processed sugars and refined carbohydrates would be my tip Um, so Instacart is a huge game changer if you want to have some healthy things on hand, but you don't necessarily want to go to the grocery store when you get there. You can do it like three days in advance and they'll just bring it to your hotel and you just call call the hotel and say, yo, um, I'm going to have this box dropped off. Can you just not eat at all? Whatever. So that's that. And one other thing, not one other thing. I have a few other things. When you're traveling, it is so fun to enjoy the to enjoy the cuisine, to enjoy the beverages, the libations that are offered. I know if, what if, what if you're in Puerto Rico and you want to try one of the famous piña coladas. What if you are in California and you want to get like a beautiful skinny girl margarita? please do so, and then switch over. You don't need to have every single cocktail be a sex on the beach with three bananas hanging out of it. You don't need all that sugar. And any frozen cocktail that you're getting, it's going to be made with sugar. I hate to tell you, but in order to make those frozen cocktails, like a frozen margarita... It, it involves more sugar in that machine to make it all stick together in that beautiful slushy way. So you don't need to be drinking all that sugar. It's not great for you. You're not going to feel awesome the next day. So have a little bit, maybe have a glass of wine and then transition into uh, maybe putting some ice in your white wine and have a La Piscine. Sometimes I was just at a wedding last weekend. I got a glass of white wine. I put some ice cubes in it and I asked for a little bubbly water on top of it and it was awesome. I drank like 11. I was still totally drunk, but it was, I didn't feel terrible the next day. So that's a nice little tip. You don't want to be drinking too much sugar. And here's another tip. This is actually one of my last ones, I promise. When you are traveling, um, it's... Obviously, in our nature to want to explore and walk around the cities or the towns, and I mean, maybe your Airbnb is far away, but if you have a car, you've rented it, park downtown, pay for parking, and allow yourself, allocate a couple hours to walk to whatever restaurant you're going to or whatever club you're going to. Spend some time walking. Your body craves that movement. Um, It's already out of routine. And walking is something that allows you to kind of stay grounded and observe where you are. But also, it allows your body to move the way it needs to. So I'm not saying that you need to always go take a spin class if you're going out of town or find a local boutique fitness studio. But making sure that you're prioritizing that movement is so important not for like the calorie burn of it but because your body is go 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 when you're traveling and your stress hormones are always peaked and you're probably drinking a little bit so you want to make sure that you are leveling off your hormones leveling off your mindset really Um, I know a lot of people get overwhelmed when they have to spend time with a lot of people or when they have to go from like business lunch to business lunch allow that time of walking not to be a punishment because it takes longer to get somewhere. Allow that to be kind of like a walking meditation for you and see if you can just kind of put your phone down unless you're tracking directions, just like keep your AirPods in, whatever. But, you know, try and use that time to really appreciate where you are. Look around. Maybe, maybe like you live in Charleston, like me, and you don't ever get to see tall ass buildings. Maybe you're in Chicago, look up, look around, it's, it is overwhelming and it's beautiful and these places are different, maybe you are in Cairo and it's hot, absorb that, like be in that heat, be in that moment, that is someone's full-time life and you're traveling to their space, try and take a second to understand what it would be like to live there, whether in a beautiful way or a wow, I'm appreciative way, you know, be, be in the moment. So move your body, walk where you can, and if you are going out to eat, I know for a lot of vacations people will plan in advance maybe an hour or two or even a week or two in advance their dinner reservations. Scope out the menu. Um, you want to make sure that you are able to at least get a couple of bites of greens into your into your dinner or your lunch It's super easy to manipulate the menu and find things, you know, I always order and people are like, where? I didn't see that on the menu. It's because it's not on the menu, honey. Um, Sometimes I'll get a big salad with maybe some salmon on top of it or shrimp, or if I'm going totally vegan that day, then I will just do some black beans on top of it or, um, you know, some other form of little protein. Maybe I'll just add some avocado to it and then maybe I'll have french fries. Like allow yourself some of those treats but also don't go overboard because it's just not worth it if you know that the food that you're eating is going to make you feel tired and exhausted or bloated after you eat it then what's the point you know it have a bite of it someone else will order it you can all share it like if you all want a cheeseburger order it for the table and maybe you all have like a quarter of it and the rest of the time you're getting a bunch of like side salads or you're getting some edamame or you're getting some sushi rolls So there are a lot of different ways that you can incorporate greens into your meals. But like I said, getting that Instacart delivered to your place and prioritizing your morning with a green smoothie or prioritizing your morning with um, maybe an avocado or some cucumber slices, even in your water, uh, making sure that you're having that fiber, you're having those phytonutrients that are going to help you stay regular throughout the day because without having like a regular poop in the morning, or maybe you're a 4 p.m. pooper. I don't know. But prioritizing fiber and water is going to help you stay on track. Um, So make sure that you have that a little bit at every single meal. It doesn't have to dominate the meal, but it's okay. Your friends aren't going to judge you for ordering a salad. And if they do, fuck them. Um, There are so many times where you know, people are like, well, what are you ordering? What are you ordering? People ask me all the time what I order. And I'm like, you guys, it's not rocket science. Like you guys can order these things too. If it's on the menu, they will give it to you. Sometimes I order things that aren't on the menu at all. And it ends up being the best thing at the table. So those are just some little tips. And then reverse the night before you get on a flight, try and stay hydrated, have some water out ready before, before your flight the next morning. Um, I hate when I say um, I'm working on it. I'm not going to edit these things out because I always listen to the podcasts and I always give myself little critiques, but um is definitely one of them. Those are some of my top favorite tips for traveling. And if you're new to the podcast, a conference call is your daily poop. But if you are new to the podcast, then these are the kind of things that we talk about all the time. If you are traveling anywhere, if you have a friend that travels anywhere, or even if you're just like going on a road trip, these things still apply. Hydration is key. Movement is key. Getting some light to start your day. Um, Prioritizing fiber is going to be huge. These might seem really basic, but if you look back at trips that you've taken or trips that you're going to take in the future, it it actually can be super easy to plan. You guys can, 90% of you guys have the Amazon app right now. And if you're going out of town next weekend, get some chia seeds right now. Get a little salt grinder and bring it with you. And I'm telling you, it will be so beneficial for you to carry that around. I'm currently in the middle of brainstorming how to make salt water more, uh, more easily accessible and beautiful so working on that if there are any inventors or water bottle salesmen salesmen ma- ladies around let me know those are some of my top tips this has been a pretty efficient episode so i thank you guys for listening and again remember if you want to get more information on my nutrition guides or nutrition counseling i'm happy to go over with, go over that with anyone. You guys can book on my website at elizagfitnessandhealth.com. You can also follow me at Eliza G underscore fitness, where we talk about health tips, fitness, all that good stuff. So make sure that you like, follow, subscribe, share, share, share. Y'all are amazing, and we.